If you were looking for some place in the scriptures where the Lord appeared to be mean, this might be the case. He wasn't. Remember I said appeared to be. He wasn't mean, but it could come across that way. It's a rather remarkable story, and this is the reading that we will always have shortly before the beginning of the Triodion, which is the three-week period before Great Lent. So it's an important passage for us as we get ready to enter into that season of the year, which is the most important time for us to focus on repentance. We should repent all year long, of course, but we really focus with great diligence during this period. But this is not about repentance. This is about a pious lady who was not Jewish, who wasn't of the house of the lineage of Israel, who comes to the Lord and asks for help. Jesus had left the environs of, of the area where most of the people were, in fact, Israel, uh, Hebrews. He's gone to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And this woman from Canaan, a Canaanite, a Canaanite comes to him. The ones who were driven out of, by, uh, by Joshua and Caleb, who were driven out of the promised land, she comes to him. She says, have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely demon-possessed. But she says, have mercy on me. Not just have mercy on my daughter. Have mercy on me. Surely, as St. Nicholas says to us, her daughter was in great distress being possessed of demons, but it caused pain and suffering for all those around as well. And so as the mother asked for mercy for herself, she's obviously asking for her daughter as well. If her daughter is healed, she and many around her will be at peace. But then what does the Lord do? And it seems so out of character. He answered her not a word. He said nothing to her. He stood mute before her. You know, I've, had, I've asked people questions before and they've stood mute before me and I thought they were crazy. I can tell you two instances where I had conversations with people and they just refused to say a single word to me. Maybe I was the crazy one, but in any event, I, it, was, it was surreal, and it must have been for her because she had heard about this great man who was traveling in this area of Galilee who had healed many and probably healed blindness and all kinds of, of illnesses and maladies, and yet he stands before her and says nothing. And then we have the comments by the apostles who then say to her, say to him, read, send her away, for she cries out after us. But if you go read in some other translations, it may say something like, let her go. And, and some commentators, say Nicolai among them, in fact, says that you know, maybe they actually were feeling sorry for her because he wasn't answering. He says, you know, at least let her go away in peace. Most of them, though, say, she's bothering us. Go, send her someplace else. But then the Lord says something beyond that. And it, it seems that he's being even meaner. <laughs> I was sent not except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. 
Here's this woman who's a Canaanite. She's been driven out of Canaan centuries before. Her people have. And, and, and so now the Lord says, I was only sent to the house of Israel. But in fact, that's who he was sent to. And he was being truthful. But he was also making a point before the, his apostles and all those who watched. He was revealing who this woman was to her, but he was revealing much more than that. Some might even say that he was speaking of those who had been outside of the house of Israel who he was sent to as well, even by what he says here. Nevertheless, it sounds very mean, does it not? But she came back to him determined. And she stands before him again and she says, Lord, help me. How many people have stood before you and said, help me? I mean, there are people on the street lots of times that say, can you help me? And it's almost identical. Can you help me? How many times have I and you sort of said, I can't do anything today? And we feel bad about it usually afterwards, not every time, but sometimes we do. Sometimes we help them. But what does the Lord say? He says maybe the meanest thing of all. It's not, but we're going to get there. It is not good to take children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. He calls her a dog. He calls her a dog. And probably the apostles they at this point were sort of wondering, what in the world is he saying to her? This isn't the Jesus that we know. One commentator also says, but it was actually true. <laughs> says she comes from a people who have not just rejected God, but turned their backs and embraced all kinds of, of heathen gods. That they have become, as it were, attached to the demons themselves. Persisting, persisting. She says then, yes, Lord, yet even the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Having apparently been chastised by her background, she even makes no argument about it. Yes, we have probably gone astray, but even we, even those who are of the scum of the earth, as it were, deserve something from the master's table. And then the Lord says to her, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you desire. And her daughter was healed that very hour. The Lord fully intended to heal her her daughter. The Lord fully intended to bring mercy to her. And he was not being mean to her. He was offering her this opportunity to, ex to exercise her own faith, her determination and her perseverance and her humility before the apostles and before the rest of the people around them. Because in fact, when he calls her woman, it's a great blessing. It's not a derogatory thing that he says there. He says, oh, woman, it's, it's of honor to her when he says that to her. Oh, woman. He says that same thing to his mother, if you remember, at the feast in Canaan. Woman, what 
has that to do with you and me? He elevates this woman. And so what we see from her are three virtues. We see three virtues that your Lord draws out but also puts on display because she wouldn't have put them on display, but he puts them on display for those around. The virtue of perseverance. Perseverance. She persevered. She did not give up in the, in the face of what appeared to be a, a, a situation that was not going to net her anything. She persevered. And we're called upon to persevere. We're called upon to stay the course, to not give up, to trust in the mercy of God, even when it appears dark in our lives. Second of all, she exhibited great humility because, in fact, she didn't fight about what her status was in, in life. Even when she was called what most of us would say was a name, she said, oh, maybe, probably, but even in that place, be merciful unto me, O God. She reveals great humility most of us can't stand any kind of attack. <laughs> and Holy Fathers basically say, with somebody, even whether it's true or not true, whether it's true or not true, if they call you a name, say, oh, it's my chance, it's my chance to exercise humility before God because I'm a sinner. You know, it's kind of like this. Most of you know I, I don't always drive the speed limit. But for whatever reason, I've gotten very few tickets. One time I got a ticket and I wasn't speeding. <laughs> and it was for speeding. It took me a while to realize, <laughs> well, I should have gotten a lot, of, a lot of others. This is only fair. <laughs> if we're called something, if, we're if, if we are belittled in some way, just let it be a lesson for your own soul, to find humility because we're sinners. But brothers and sisters, we're forgiven. <laughs> we're not just sinners. We're forgiven sinners. Say, Lord, have mercy. Forgive me. And he does. She exercised her humility. And in exercising her perseverance and humility, she reveals her greatest virtue of all, and that was faith. Faith. She had faith that this one standing before her would heal her daughter, and bring mercy to her. And he did. And those who had eyes to see and ears to hear saw and heard a great lesson that they applied to their lives later on many, many times. And so the church offers it to us. May we apply it as we go forward and prepare for this great season of Lent. May we persevere through Lent for our own souls. May we exercise humility and do it so that faith might grow in us by the mercy and the kindness of our God. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God.